Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a hoot at. Every day I'm living, I'm a hoot at. News all winning, I'm a hoot at. This is sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a hoot at. This is sports coma, this is where we do that. Appreciate y'all tuning in this episode of the Coma. Much love to the fam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from the favorite sports fam. Shout out to the fam. Much love to you guys. Appreciate you. Of course, this just broke maybe an hour or two ago about Carl Grandison getting a deal. We spoke about this a couple of shows ago. Really good move by the black and gold to get Granderson locked in on the contract. So uh, not going to be a long stream, just a quick stream to kind of update the family members on several items of the Saints. And then I'm out of here. I got college football to watch. LSU's coming up soon. So shout out to the fam. Please feel free to hit the like button. By all means, feel free to hit the like button, the subscribe button. And uh, much love to the fam. So with that being said, man, we're going to get into it. Shout out to everybody. OG, Molly, Mall, Gundam, Sands Q. Uh, let's see. He says, let's go Saints. Congrats to Curl. Grandison, dude, stayed humble, kept his head down. And work, and that's what the black and gold do. What's up, Kathleen? Shout out to you, appreciate you, Queen. Much love to you guys, appreciate y'all. Hope y'all having a fantastic weekend. Uh, in this thing, so anyway, let's keep it going, man. Listen, it was a good move by the Saints to lock in Carl Granderson to get him under contract for the next four years, and of course, really a, a very commonsensical move, which he was going to do, right. You dealt with Davenport, who was an absolute first round bust for the black and gold, couldn't stay on the field. We, our other first round draft pick, Peyton Turner, has potential. He's dealing with a turf toe. 
But who's been there? That's who's been constantly there doing great stuff over the years. Carl Granderson. The Saints built Carl up from Wyoming, undrafted guy, and hard work and dedication pays off. Saints extend Carl Granderson's contract four years in a deal. Shout out to Niles who did the uh, wrote on it. The Adam Schefter tweet inspired it. Saints have inked defensive end Carl Granderson to a lucrative four-year $52 million contract. According to the source, the deal includes an impressive $35.3 million in guaranteed money, making it a significant investment in young talent. Granderson's $35.3 million sets a milestone or a remarkable milestone in NFL history. It's the highest ever for an undrafted defensive lineman over the past two decades. That's big. This achievement underscores Saints' unwavering belief in the potential and impact of Carl Granderson on a defense. And of course, you know, Carl Granderson undrafted out the University of Wyoming. 56 games with the Saints. His fifth year, he, he earned it. 56 games with the Saints, including nine starts. Granderson amassed impressive stat lines, boosting 17 sacks in those 56 games, 21 tackles for a loss, 34 quarterback hits. This isn't the first time Saints have shown a commit commitment to Granderson back in 22. He signed a two year deal with the team. And his performance has clearly convinced the Saints front office to further invest into the future. Now, you know, we all realize, and he makes mention of it in this article about Davenport de- departing in free agency. Peyton Turner, who's supposed to replace Davenport, is currently dealing with a turf toe situation. But Carl Granderson has been there. It's almost similar to the David Onyemata story, except David Onyemata was drafted that Onyemata was available when Sheldon Rankins wasn't available. And ultimately, he took advantage of live game reps and built himself into a good defensive interior lineman and made some money for himself here and now with Atlanta. Carl Granderson is, is, is just phenomenal. He stayed with it. He's been doing phenomenal things this season. Last year, he had five and a half sacks. And Carl Granderson is now that guy. He's that guy that will occupy that side out, outside of Cam Jordan. So congratulations to Carl Granderson, man. Getting the paper, man. So big ups to Carl, man. Hard work pays off. All right, let's switch stories, man. And move this uh the Saints place star running back Jamal Williams on the IR ahead of the Green Bay matchup. That's right. Hamstring issue. Nonetheless, the Saints will place Jamal Williams on the IR. And that was kind of unexpected. Thought he would just kind of sit him down for a little bit, but the Saints decided uh today to put Carl Grant, I mean not Carl. Uh, Jamal Williams on the IR and move forward. So, you, of course, we know Jamal Williams signed with the Saints this year in free agency. He had the remarkable 17 rushing touchdowns last year with the Detroit Lions. And with the move, the Saints have the the depth chart now of rookie Kendra Miller. He's there. Tony Jones Jr. coming off of two touchdowns last matchup. Both Kendra Miller and Tony Jones expected to kind of shoulder the responsibilities in lieu of tied to Taysom Hill as well. And, that, and of course, the Saints do have practice squad running backs, Jordan Mims and Kirk Merritt, if they need to go and do that and make a move in that department. And not to mention that Elvin Kamara, that's right. After this game, week four, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you know, after this Green Bay matchup we have tomorrow, AK-41 will be eligible to return to the Saints next week. So this is phenomenal. This is awesome. Those three games, you know, have really kind of, got to us you know we almost a month of football in the nfl right we, we we're waiting to get it 
into the regular season. Now we're almost a month. We got three games right here. Tomorrow will be the, the final game of Elvin's suspension, and we'll get him back against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's good. So we just have to make it through the Green Bay matchup with Kendra Miller, Tony Jones Jr., and then, of course, you throw in there Taysom Hill to kind of help out there as well. And not to mention, another thing happened as the team also made some moves is uh, they did some other stuff. This Jonathan Abram and defensive back Cam Dantzler have been elevated from the practice squad to the active roster. And Jonathan Abrams is going to make his uh, pre- you know, his appointment or his uh, appearance as the New Orleans Saints on active roster. Of course, the Saints did sign Cam Dantzler to the practice squad, and now he will be uh, elevated to the active roster for the matchup. So that's pretty good. As Dantzler was a third-round pick, I think he was, for the uh, Minnesota Vikings. He's a Hammond guy, so he's back here. And, of course, we know about Jonathan Abram. Uh, he's a guy that is a veteran guy. He's a, he'll knock your block off, but he definitely needs some help in terms of of uh, pass uh, of covering the pass in the backfield. So it's some of the news there, so it's interesting. Let's look at the Saints' depth chart, why don't we, as we go forward in this thing. We know we talked about the running back room. We know Jamal Williams will be out of this thing. Kendra Miller uh, in Taysom Hill, Tony Jones Jr., those guys will be helping in the running back situation. And, of course, we look at the secondary, which – we talked, you know, we there was a story that was covered yesterday or talked about or written at thewhodaddaily.com that talk about the possible looking at Paulson Adebo. He's dealing with an injury. Of course, Marcus may have suspended over the next three games. So you're looking at, you know, a Jordan Howden or a Lonnie Johnson Jr., JT Gray, those guys getting an opportunity to step in there. Paulson Adebo dealing with injury could see somebody adjust there. So perhaps the Saints secondary will get tested as well. As we get a bit of the suspension bug with Marcus May and, of course, a little injury situation impacting our secondary. So we'll see how that goes. And if, like I've said, the Saints have good depth there if they need to pull too. And like we said, Jonathan Abram uh, is is they elevating him and Cam Dantzler from the practice squad in anticipation of what could possibly happen there uh, going into the game tomorrow. So we'll just have to monitor it, man. And it's going to be pretty fun watching it all go down. So. All right, but shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all. Hope y'all having a fantastic Saturday. I just wanted to pop in with you guys and talk about a little news right there on the stream. Shout out to everybody, man. Much love. All right, uh, let me see a few, a few. I take a few things, man, uh, in this thing as well. Give me a few uh, questions if you guys got. What's up, Uncle Pauly? Uh It says uh, Saints twenty one. Okay, the Packers. He's giving it to the Packers twenty seven twenty one. Packers. Uncle Paul says the Packers. You got faith in Jordan Love, okay? Uncle Paul is giving Jordan Love the thing. All right, peace. Woke to woke says we've learned from letting go of Trey Trey Henderson. Okay, thank you for that, bro. All right, Paul. Uncle Paul says we got to face the fact Saints are not going to Super Bowl, and if they do, they're not winning. The NFL is not going to let a Super Bowl run this season. Facts. All right, Uncle Paul is saying the Saints ain't going anywhere. I don't know, Uncle Paul. The Saints got a pretty pretty agreeable schedule if the Saints and listen I understand a lot of the hesitation about it but listen we only two games and it's way too premature way too premature to talk like this right now because and I know you are the great Saint Think Tank historian you've seen a lot of stuff over the years but it's to me it's too premature we're only two games into the season the third game is going to be tomorrow 
a lot of the teams we face, these guys have rookie quarterbacks, Indianapolis and all these other guys. We get the uh, Texans. All these guys got rookie quarterbacks. And some of the veteran quarterbacks are teams that we're playing. They're struggling right now. That doesn't mean that they'll be struggling when we get to them later on in the season. But the Saints just need to get on code. I had re- uh, just did a video for our Patreon and our YouTube membership family. Y'all can check that out. Uh, it's on Patreon. It's on our also on our YouTube membership channel. Kind of reacted. We went over the highlights from the Saints and Panthers matchup. That's available for you guys to check out as well. And we kind of break down everything. The drives, two of the drives, I kind of was pinpointing on two of the drives. I did the whole thing, but two drives in particular, when the Saints were down there and kick field goals as opposed to score, kind of looked at that thing. And of course, like one of the touchdowns where the Saints had when Carr had an opportunity to find Tony Jones and he was a bit impatient and they just couldn't get, you know, together. We it's not just one particular item like going over the film, looking at it. It's not one particular item. What's going on with our offense It's several things that are happening all at once. And the only way that will be fixed is if these guys continue to practice, continue to go to work on Sundays and play their hardest. I do realize that it's not a perfect picture, but in most cases, some cases that, you know, you winning like that, they're winning gut. They're winning with guts. You see. They're winning with guts and I can appreciate it. The games are still very entertaining. You know, you, (laughs) you know, but they're winning with guts, but it's not just one thing that's happening here. You see uh, offensive line breakdowns, guys getting beat here. You see Carr holding the ball too long. You see Carr uh, thinking too much. Like as in the film breakdown, I was showing how Carr is thinking way too much, man. He needs to just play. You know, his clock is not right. You know, he's in the shotgun. I was showing the plays where he was in the shotgun on second and seven, second and 11 on the second down. He's in the shotgun, which is giving him the ability to span and see the field more. And he is in the shotgun and steps back and see has an opportunity to find uh, guys either to check down or go to the tight end. And this particular play that I'm referring to was Jawan Johnson, who was able who, who was lined up off the hip of the left tackle. Jawan Johnson is not covered. The guy is covering Jawan is 10 yards off of him. Jawan goes up and then across the face of the quarterback and Carr is looking uh, toward the slot man. I think it was uh, going toward the slot wide receiver, but Jawan Johnson was crossing his face and he just was looking, staring downfield. Now he had time to throw the ball, but he was staring at that wide receiver waiting for him to break and get open, and it never came. The line collapsed. He got it. That clock is off in his head. That one Mississippi, two Mississippi. You don't see what you like, check it down. Get the damn ball out of your hands. So I've seen some of that going on. I've seen breakdowns on the offensive line, and then really the big thing I've seen was the connection, the timing. These offenses, especially the West Coast offense, and majority of these offenses are based on timing. If the timing is disrupted, it'll be disjointed. The play won't work properly. So they the, the play's... We talk about play calling, you know, you see what Carmichael and the rest of these guys are calling and and Curry are calling these plays and it don't look good because the execution is bad. So if the execution is off, it's going to make not only the players on the field look bad, but the guys that's calling the plays look bad as well. So the execution has to improve and that has that all of that. all. And the only way you fix all of that stuff is these guys got to get up every day. They got to get up, go to work and they got to play their hardest they got to get used to playing next to the guy next to him Carr has to be able to get used to playing uh learning his playbook a little bit more and executing offense and the saints really need to work on 
really need to develop and get that running game going to take the pressure off a car and run the damn ball. That's really what they need to do. But anyway, like I said, it's just too damn early for me to be saying, you know, like Uncle Paul is saying, you know, I don't think they're going nowhere. Well, I hear you, Uncle Paul. You know, I ain't going to never disparage what you say. But to to me, my friend, I, it's just too damn early. You know, it's too damn early. And we 2-0 right now. Uh, you know, it might I be might be feeling a little way if I was the Carolina Panthers and I'm 0-2 and here come Andy Dalton and I got to go up to Seattle. I might be feeling my, you know, in my feelings on that, that kind of stuff. My, you know, my quarterback is down. I'm going to Andy. I might be in my feelings, but we 2-0 tied for first place in the NFC South. So I, my, 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 my feelings, my energy is trending in the positive direction. I'm looking in the positive direction. I don't see it as a bad that you're still playing the way you are and still winning games is a plus, not a minus. That means that they have the will. They will get most of this stuff together because it's timing based. All right. So anyway, shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all uh, being here. Shout out to everybody, man. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah, okay. Colorado. I have not. I'm not even looking at the game. I was working on some other stuff, but I'm going to take a look at it. All right. Kim says your team two and us a lot left. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I, and people agree with me. True says, what's up, bro? Says Melissa, they're getting humble, especially. Okay. With the, uh, we, yeah, we knew eventually you look at the, what, what Deion Sanders did a lot of stuff. Remember this team, I think last year won two games. He totally just took the program apart. And put it back together. And Deion Sanders is a Hall of Fame cornerback, one of the best that ever do, do it. He's a, a really good analyst, was a good analyst on television. He has a really good ability to relate to current players. He's a motivational speaker and he's been through a lot. So in plus his he has a successful demeanor that people want to be around guys like a Deion Sanders. And he's a celebrity so he can bring attention to you like he did that with Jackson when he went to Jackson State he bring the attention you know Dion if Dion wanted Walmart to repair the Jackson State field they did it he brings in the car he, he's just he's just a really smart dude and cool and he was doing some stuff but I think the hype is getting a little bit too much right now and you know with that first loss they can kind of settle in and we can kind of move beyond that because it was a fire you know it it, it, it kind of lit the, the fuse in Colorado but if you know if he loses today, then that'll kind of settle things down, and they can get back to the business of football without all the hype. They got a, a loss, big deal. You know we can build on that. So yeah, so that's how I look at it. Hemisphere says we all can agree with the way the offense is playing, just isn't good enough. He says I like to hear how the, how much the Saints team is good enough to go to Super. Bowl. I just don't see that right now. A lot of stuff have to be fixed. We know that, but there's still plenty of time. That's the point, you know. And, and I agree. We just have to work on it. Paul says, don't worry, Dennis Allen will get a reality check when he don't win the division. Fail to win when the council line is mincemeat. Saints supporters take the rose-colored glasses off. Eric says, 24-21 Saints. I think defense continues to stand strong. Offense will be will be a little bit better this week. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. All right. All right. Thank you, Paulie. Melissa says, hope our guys play strong tomorrow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well, man. I want to see the Saints, and I'm, I, I really did not said this, the third and fourth week of the season is usually when you see uh, improvement from a really good team. Now uh, we've seen incremental improvement, like from week one to week two, we've seen a play, you know, offensively speaking a little bit better. Defense has been awesome. Uh, Our special teams has been awesome. The offense just needs to catch up. And and, and I'm telling you a lot of the stuff that we're seeing is timing. 
it's timing. If we can get the ball out, he has to get the ball out, get it to where it belongs. Stop thinking so much. So, I mean, it's, it, you study the film, the film tell you everything was going on. Like there was plays that Carr himself left on the field because he holding the ball too long. Discover a healthier, happier you with Veganuary 2024. Your health isn't just small potatoes, it's a big deal. So this January, you are invited to make a change that matters by trying Veganuary's 31-Day Vegan Challenge. Switching to a plant-based diet reduces your carbon footprint and makes a positive impact for animals. Every meal is a vote for the kind of world you want to create. Ready to make a change? Sign up today at Veganuary.com. Vote for veggies. No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Like he was in a shotgun and they had pressure, Justin Houston and Brian Burns pressuring and Trevor Penning and Ryan Ramchek sent those guys around Derek Carr. He steps up in the pocket, had an opportunity to throw the ball to Jawan Johnson on the cross route, and he just didn't do it. You know, it's just he, he was trying to get the ball downfield because see his mind is his first pass is always the deep pass. That's his favorite pass. Is to get the ball downfield. That's his best throw. That's that's what he loves to do. Take the strike. You got Rashid Shahid, Chris Olavi, guys like that. I would be kind of, you know, motivated to do that too. But you got to think. Sometimes you have to be able to think and say, okay, I see that guy there. But listen, I see this guy right here. Let me check it down to Jawan Johnson five yards away from me. Let him get the first down. We, we set up uh, the downs and everything. But, you know, another thing is the Saints have to work on running the ball better to kind of take the pressure off a call so we can get the play action going because that can kind of that that makes life a lot easier. But the court like another thing to make mention of and I'm going to move on was the fact that he threw the ball out the back of the end zone in the lab, in the Carolina game. I covered it on that. And you had a Michael Thomas in a one on one with a cornerback in the front left corner of the end zone and Carr throws it out the back. Now, he did have pressure that shot around, you know, that, that ended around that came through and you could see him see the guy flash. And then at the last minute, he was preparing to take the shot. But if you, in which is a play, I would prefer over an interception that he threw, which was just, there was, that was just a rook. That was a dumb, this because he had that play. He had plenty of time. He was able to go through. He had plenty of time. There was no pass rush on him. He just threw in the triple coverage. That was stupid. But that interception, when he threw it out the back of the end zone, you got to remember, if Mike Thomas is one-on-one with a cornerback in there, 98% of the time, he's coming down with that ball in that end zone. You just get it to him. Try to get it in the, the vicinity. But anyway, more stuff that we can work on, more stuff that we can improve upon. Kim says, I don't understand why people don't. Won't DA to fail? If DA fails, your team fails. I don't know how he says y'all fandom. Y'all want to praise his defense? <laughs> you want to praise his defense and not give him the praise for the? De- you absolutely right, Kim. Absolutely right. Now people don't like Dennis Allen. Listen, based on what he did last year, that was last year. This year, it's a different thing. The man's still over the team. A lot of people wanted to see him go, including me. 
But the team held on to him. They gave him even more money, even more resources to hire people that he felt comfortable with. So with that being said, now that we know that they're not going to cut him loose and that they actually are sticking to him, we it don't do us no good to harp on what he did last year when the team is playing right now. The team is 2-0 and right now. He didn't do that last year. I don't know if Dennis Allen ever started out his career coaching 2-0. and I don't think that's ever happened as a head coach that he started out as a head coach 2-0. and I don't think I've seen that. They didn't do that last year, if my if my memory serves correct. So, yeah, you got the, the it's changes done been made to the team, and only one thing that needs to be seen right now, and that's to see if the team could put all this together. And right now they two and zero. Now, the, granted, offense, like I've said, and I've said that multiple times in this small stream, that the offense is struggling. The passing offense is definitely struggling. The running offense is struggling too because the offensive line is kind of shaky. So the quarterback is going to be shaky. But for but there are there are adjustments that you can make for a shaky offensive line. You know what I'm saying? You know what you can do. You can you know uh, you can do uh, extended running plays. You can roll the quarterback out towards sides. Whether you roll him out to the right to cut the field off so he can find a wide receiver that way. Quarterback rollouts. Uh, uh, passing, uh, passing, uh, what they call them, extended running plays when you just throw the ball down there or set up a tight end or a wide receiver screen down to Rashid Shahid, let the blocker set up and see if he can get yardage that way. You know, there's a multitude of different things, but I think a lot of what I'm seeing from the from a perspective of the Saints is this right now, they did they did better than what they did in the first game and the second game. So in the third game, as they continue to play together and they stay healthy, you will see improvement from these guys. You'll see because they're not garbage. The Saints players are not garbage. What you're saying is you're seeing them learning to play together. It's it, it's a it takes it takes a little bit for that to happen. You're talking three to four weeks into a regular season because they don't play them in the, the preseason. So you getting pre what would happen in the preseason in the regular season now if you get me. All right. So anyway. All right, let's keep it going, man. Shout out to everybody. 504 Culture Louisiana, Molly Mall, and everybody. Good to see y'all out here in the chat. Much love to y'all. Jeremy, I see you, fam. All right, Hebrew uh, Aboriginal says, uh, instead of hitting Johnson on that play, he hopped up again and got sacked. Johnson was wide open in the middle. Yeah, you know what? just what I'm talking about, Hebrew. You know, yeah, you talking about the play. They bent around him. He stepped, He st- stood up in the pocket, and I don't know what he was doing because they was Luvu. I think it was Luvu. The linebacker was sitting there, was there. And instead of throwing the ball, he tried to hop past Luvu like he didn't see him. And Luvu said, what you doing? Grabbed him and sacked him. I was like, what? But it's just it's all a part of the process, man, because he was looking deep. He wanted to get that ball upfield. That's his first mindset because he's got he got a gunslinger mentality. He likes to get that ball downfield. But he has to understand to be smarter when that throw ain't there. He got to check it down to an easier throw. You will always get an opportunity to take that shot down the field later on. And I think he'll get it, you know. All right. True says no. He hasn't the first in him. Yeah, we got to. I don't want. And I've said this multiple times. Dennis Allen has done a wonderful job with the defenses. Dennis Allen's defense and his his uh, calls on the defense is keeping the Saints in these games. Is that in the special team? So you got to give him credit for that. Give credit where credit is due, you know, and then that's that's how you fair parent. You give credit where credit is due and you lamb based or you take away credit or you correct when things are not going to say lamb based, but you kind of get stuff together. You get it straightened out or you get some straightening, as they say, 
when it come down when you're making errors or what have you. You do, you dig, but you give credit when credit is doing and credit is due. The defense is keeping the Saints in these games, especially the first and second games. It's pinning their offenses down so they can't score while the Saints' offense is struggling to score the defense, getting turnovers, getting sacks, getting them off the field, and doing a fantastic job to keep the game close so the offense, when it finally comes together, we can put it all together. So, indeed. All right. Shout out to the fam. Good to see y'all. Paul, uh, pull my finger. Shout out to you. All right. <laughs> All right, Kim says, James, not the QB car is Paul. You okay? Okay, Uncle Paul is gonna be setting his ways, fam. He just that's how Uncle Paul he is. All right, Jerome says, Yes, great move. Grandison, if we have waited and uh, he gets 10 to 12 sacks this season, price much higher. Yeah, the Saints did a wonderful job of kind of getting Granderson, and we kind of talked about that because when Peyton Turner went down, fam, it, it, it's become very obvious and clear. Uh, that that was that the Saints were looking at Carl Granderson. I didn't think they'll. I said I was like, man, they're gonna have to pay that man. We did the live stream, the watch party last week. I'm like, Carl Granderson was cutting up. He was making tackles. I think he got a sack in the game, and he was out there flashing on plays. He was unblockable. So I was like, man, they're gonna have to pay that man because Carl Granderson out there showing out and paid turn on the injury. He's a first round draft pick. And listen, when they came into the season, the Saints were trying. They were looking at Peyton Turner. To make him the guy, but Carl Grandison was playing well in in the preseason and the training camps, and he he stayed ahead of Peyton Turner. Then when the season started, Carl was the starter. You know, he opens the season as a starter. That's the first time that you know that happened in his young career that he opened the season as a starter. He had five and a half sacks last year as a reserve guy, and now that he's the starter, he was doing really well. And the question was, can Carl Grandison set the edge? That was the question in like consistent, like how would he react to uh, starting a, a full game reps? Could he set the edge consistently? Could he do such a He did the athleticism or the ability to kind of rush the pass. So we know Carl Grandison can do that. But, you know, could he do that? And he showed in the first two games, it was enough for the Saints to say, man, let's go ahead and lock Carl down because we got this busted ass Davenport. He's gone. And we got Peyton Turner sitting up on the hour. These are two first round draft picks. We put a uh, 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 capital first uh, pick capital on and we're not getting our fair uh, good for, uh, goods on these guys. But you got an undrafted guy from Wyoming who outperforming both of those first round draft picks. So credit to Carl Granderson and, uh, and credit to the New Orleans Saints for making that happen. Shout out to you, Lori. Good to see you, baby. Hope everything going OK with you. All right. <laughs> KB shout out to you good to see you brother James says DA get fired the sensations will pick him up off the way with ze- away to the zesty walk okay yeah thank you <laughs> the zesty walk I right, piece the work says I uh, had to pay girls a, a Granderson unbelievable what he's doing he's been a disruptor so far yeah he gonna continue that bro that's only motivation for him bro only motivation for him. Uh, Darius says he put on more size too, but slim and tall. Yeah, Granderson's 6'5". I think he's like 270 plus. But would he, But the thing I like about Carl Granderson is not only his athleticism, he's smart. He's always had the gift of being able to rush the passer and do that kind of stuff. But it's the other stuff that involved that make you a complete end. Then that's what, uh, remember we did the show with Cam was referencing and talking about uh the onus that's put on pass rushers. A pass rusher is not a complete defensive end, according to Cam Jordan. And Cam is right. You know, it's like, okay, this guy just does this. He rushes the passer, gets to the quarterback, and we're talking about this. But what about the complete defensive end? The guy that not only rushes the passer, 
but also sets the edge, plays the run. That's that's Davin. That's uh that's not Davenport. That's Granderson and that's Cam Jordan. Those guys do a wonderful job. And plus, Carl is available. He's available there. He he's I don't remember Carl Granderson being hurt. He's always available. But then again, he was he did most of his stuff as a reserve defensive lineman. He came in there when he had to. And a lot of these guys like uh, Davenport and Peyton Turner, you know, with them being banged up, allowed Granderson to get a lot of reps. He developed. He got the paper credit to the Saints doing that. And that just bring more undrafted talent to us because the Saints are making and finding these undrafted guys and they finding a way onto the team contributing. And then they getting broke off. They be, they get in the bag. And when that happens, that make everybody happy. So it's good, man. So anyway, with that being said, man, listen, man, I appreciate all y'all uh, for jumping in on this stream. I, I'm not going to keep y'all. I'm about to uh, check out LSU in a little bit here. Check out some more college football. I just wanted to pop in on y'all. We did the Pelican Post Game Report uh, show uh, early today for our Pelican people. We did that. Y'all check out the whodaddaily.com for all the latest articles on the Saints. Feel free to share that. The articles for the writers, they're doing a fantastic job. If you want to help out the platform, shout out to all of our new uh, subscribers and our YouTube members and Patreon champions as that continues to grow. All of that funds the platform. All of that does positive things as we continue to keep the movement moving forward. Uh, and we just doing doing the do. So anyway, with that being said, we're gonna get out, get on out on that. I'm gonna uh, make sure I pop up here for the uh, game for tomorrow. The watch stream will be doing the game live again. If you want to join in and shine and join in, you know, turn your television down. And put me on. We're going to be up in there having a ball. You know how I do. We be having fun. So with that being said, I'm going to hop out on that. Let me just throw this at piece. The woke says off topic. I think she'd have been the Lance Moore. Devery Henderson, Robert Meacham will be looking for for Sheed and Olavia top 10 deep threat. And there is there scary young. Yeah, indeed. We got good talent here. Shout out to Sydney. Shout out to Rudy. Good to see y'all, man. Appreciate you for being in the stream. And I'm going to get on out of there, man. Pull my finger, says <laughs> I dig this move. Carl Grandison seems to get better every time I see him play. He does, man. Carl Grandison is in Cam Jordan together. It's really a good disruptive force. We had no and think about over the next two games that we've seen a very, against pretty good uh, players. You know, where the Carolina Panthers line, you know, was kind of, you know, whatever. But they are getting to... The quarterback, they're getting around it. It causing disruptions. Cam several times against Carolina had an opportunity, almost got Bryce Young. It was a couple of times Cam was chasing him down, just missed him. It was a time where Cam pushed the guy in his in his lap. Cam tried to wrap around, re- reach around and grab the guy's arm, and he just kind of moved out of the way. So I mean, the Saints getting constant pressure on these opposing quarterbacks, and that's what you got to do. And and I'm just happy that we have that. Uh, Granderson locked in. So he, that'll be more motivation for him to continue to do what he do. All right, James, thank you, bro. He says, them reporters are licking their chops to get at Dion in his press conference post game. <laughs> How do you explain the loss, Dion? Well, you lose. I mean, we, what, 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 what prime time is two and one. Not that mean everybody can settle down and we can focus on winning. It got a little hot there. A loss cools them off. Now they can focus on getting better without all the hype. A loss kind of brings them back down and takes the press off of them. And, you know, they play really well. But that Oregon team is is good. They were, you know, that's a good team. That team, I think they top what number. I think that what well, I forgot what their ranking is, but that team is a good team. 
It was also funny. I seen a mascot come out uh, with the Deion Sanders hat and the glasses on. And he had a stick and he walked up to the uh, it was a clock and he started beating the the. the <laughs> Uh, y'all seen that with the mascot? I thought that was pretty funny. The mascot had the Deion Sanders gold glasses on with the Deion Sanders cowboy hat. He walked out there with that on and they had a prime time. It was a look. It was a cardboard. They plant, you know, they painted white and they had prime time or the clock and he just started beating it. And then his head fall. <laughs> the thing hit him in the in the in the, uh, the 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 face and knocked his mascot head off and he had to run back to the locker room so you know that was pretty funny seeing that that was that was funny all right so anyway thank you uh appreciate you james for that man much love thank you sir i want to say thank you thank you very much picking me up and me back to this world. all right so with that being said let me get out on that appreciate you guys i'm gonna holler at y'all tomorrow on the next stream y'all feel free to join me tomorrow we're gonna have a ball much love to the who that's and i'm out peace Yeah. Boogie huh? like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm, I'm a who that. that. <laughs> Lose or winning, I'm, I'm a who that. that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in. That was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town. Duck down. Falcons pluck get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network.
platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shop. The Who That Daily That's right, the Who That Daily Your one stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, Who That Daily is your site. The Who That Daily for the sport Who That in all of us. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.